welcome to episode one of this podcast series that we created as part of the Intent to Improve Nutrition Club. Uh, over the course of the next six weeks, we're going to be sharing uh, a short nutrition-focused podcast with you each week. And the aim of these podcasts is just to share some useful information that will hopefully compound or perhaps improve your understanding of diet and nutrition a little bit. Uh, the plan is to highlight a different book extract, article or piece of research each week. As you may know, nutrition is a pretty complex and constantly evolving science and our hope is to bring you some of the best, most interesting information, uh, but without you having to spend hours of your own time doing your own research. So in this week's episode, we're going to have a look at a research study that was conducted in 2019 by the National Institute of Health, showing that people who ate ultra-processed foods consumed significantly more calories and gained more weight than the same people when they ate whole foods and foods that were minimally processed. So the study was done uh, by a chap called Kevin Hall and it enrolled uh, 20 healthy young adults, 10 men, 10 women who agreed to live in a clinic setting for 28 days in a row. This meant they had access only to the foods provided for them. This is pretty rare in nutritional research. Uh, as you can imagine, it's pretty hard to conduct really accurate research studies based around what people eat because there aren't that many people that are willing to live in this sort of environment for a sustained period of time. So in this one for 14 days, subjects received either an ultra processed or minimally processed diet. Then they were switched immediately to the other diet for the next 14 days. And in both cases, people were allowed to eat as much or as little as they wanted. So this procedure reached the level of a randomized control trial considered the gold standard for research seeking to establish cause and effect associations. And such studies are few and far between because of the, the high cost and they rarely last, you know, four months in duration. So the results were pretty remarkable. So subjects consumed 500 calories per day more on the ultra processed diet than the minimally processed diet. So it was about 3000 calories a day versus 2500. Uh, as a result, the people on the ultra processed diet gained two pounds in two weeks, um, just as the maths would predict. And subjects who began with the 14 days of eating ultra processed foods lost two pounds when they switched to the minimally processed eating for the final 14 days. Um, so one of the quotes from the studies says that our data suggests that eliminating ultra processed foods from the diet decreases energy intake and results in weight loss. Uh, the researchers wrote, whereas a diet with a large proportion of ultra-processed food increases energy intake and leads to weight gain. The big calorie and weight gain changes occurred even though investigators manipulated the diets to make them as alike as possible. This is quite important. So both diets contain the same relative percentages of carbs, fats, proteins, fiber, sugar, salt and nutrients. Um, this was accomplished in part by adding soluble fiber to beverages served on the ultra processed diet and making sure that the minimally processed diet included plenty of fresh fruit, high in natural sugars. 
So the ultra processed diet wasn't as junky as you might think. It didn't contain loads of chips, cookies, sweets and fizzy drinks, but rather convenience foods, things like canned soups and grains in a pouch. So to quote the study, if the ultra processed diets were allowed to vary in the expected way from the unprocessed diet, it might have led to a larger difference in calorie intake. In a June presentation at the annual meeting of the American Society of Nutrition, Hall said we should not allow ourselves to be fooled by processed foods. So projecting photos of a homemade stew with beef and vegetables and a commercial veggie burger, he noted, the ultra processed products are not variants of the foods and meals. They are formulated from industrial ingredients and contain little or no intact food. So why do processed foods include more eating and weight gain than unprocessed foods? Well, the trial was not designed to answer that question, but Hall and co-workers uncovered uh, an interesting possibility. So when eating ultra processed foods, subjects consumed calories 50% faster than when eating minimally processed foods. Uh, This probably happened because processed foods are often softer, easier to chew, easier to swallow. They also contain more calories for a given volume of food. That is, they have a higher energy density. It generally takes about 20 minutes for the gut to release hormones that reduce our appetite by telling the brain we're getting full. When we eat quickly, our calorie consumption may race ahead of the gut-brain connection. So the data supports this, revealing that more PYY an appetite-reducing hormone and less ghrelin, a hunger hormone, in subjects eating unprocessed foods. These are plausible hypotheses regarding the mechanisms underlying the observed difference between diets, according to Hull. So the minimally processed diet also included more insoluble fibre than the ultra-processed diet, and insoluble fibre moves through the stomach and GI system without being broken down and absorbed by the body. So Paul says we speculated that insoluble fibre content in the unprocessed diet may have led to reduced calorie absorption and increased satiety. So feelings of um, satiety is feelings of feeling full basically. So the paper is not a broadside against processed foods. The researchers point out that processed food costs 60% less than unprocessed food. Uh, deliver food, energy and nutrients and offer a lot of convenience in a society where we don't have much time. Uh, They're also generally not implicated in those scary E. coli headlines that usually refer to contaminated whole meats and fresh vegetables. But uh, Hall and colleagues know that you can work minimally processed foods into a wide variety of healthy dietary approaches including low carb, low fat, plant-based or animal-based diets. In other words, choose the foods you want to focus on and eat them in their whole or minimally processed forms. So for example, apples are better than apple juice, whole oats are better than commercial granolas, Uh, fresh or frozen chicken breast is better than uh, packaged chicken or turkey bacon or lunch slices or something like that. Um, So hopefully this gives you an idea of um, the significance or the significant difference between a diet that is made up of 
food that is either heavily processed or significantly processed versus eating foods that are in their purest form a whole and consuming a diet is largely made up of, of those whole foods. Um, we're going to leave it there for today, but thanks for listening and make sure that you tune in next week.